Okay, so day two in Roncesvalles, is that right? Yeah, we, never found, we never found out how to pronounce it. Roncesvalles. Roncesvalles, Roncesvalles. if you're French. And Roncesvalles. Yeah, that's a challenging way to start when you can't pronounce the place you're going to. Yeah, whoops. Um, <laughs> however, it, it's lovely here. Um, we've decided to fix one of our mistakes from yesterday and have breakfast before we go. So we're sitting outside with cortados and jamon sandwiches. Yeah, it looks delicious. We're sitting in this really quaint courtyard opposite the church. So enjoying a quieter morning. It's half past seven already before we start our walk today. Yes, yeah, a little bit slower start after the uh, aches and pains of yesterday. Yeah, and it should, it's about what, 22 kilometers to Sibiri. Yeah, about 22 to yeah. Sibiri today for our next stop. So a little bit flatter, which is nice. So let's see if it's a bit easier than yesterday and let's hope my chafing goes away. <laughs> yeah. All, All right, right, see you there. Hi everyone and welcome to Is This The Way? A podcast where we walk the Camino de Santiago. I'm Francesca. And I'm Gavin. And it's day two. Yep, day two. Enjoying some chafing from the previous day. Ouch. Uh, Hoping that it will go away today. <laughs> so yeah, as we said in the opening, we're walking to Zubiri. To quote the guidebook, today we enjoy shaded forest trails, pass rivers and small villages, explore Hemingway Law and a Romanesque bridge. Yes, Romanesque, a term you'll become very familiar with over the course of the Camino. There are many Romanesque bridges. True. We should probably actually look up what a Romanesque bridge is. It's I, like Roman. I presume it's like a Romanish bridge or a yeah. Roman style bridge. It is, yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, so what does our guidebook say for this in terms of difficulty? Two out of three today, remembering yesterday was a three out of three and was very steep, and we, I think we rated it as an eight out of ten mm. on our more granular difficulty scale. Um, I don't know, I'd probably give it like a six out of ten, maybe. Yeah, so I think it's the way the day works is that it's mostly really okay. It's like mm. very just nice, yeah. easy walk, very pleasant, shaded through these beautiful towns. And then the end is this really rocky, steep descent. Yeah, maybe like the last, what, five kilometers yeah. or so, I think. And it's actually, again, another really challenging walk. So yeah, I think it's probably six because it's four for the first two thirds and then eight <laughs> for the last bit of it. I think eight's a bit harsh, to be fair. Like It, it was steep. So steep. It was steep and it was hot because there was no shade for that really bit as rocky. well. Yeah, it was really rocky and loose and... And hot, but the rest of the day was really pleasant. It was yeah. completely different to the first day. Okay, so the guidebook says it'll take you about five to six hours. It took us just under five hours. Yep, pretty accurate then. So, yep, not too far off. So, what are the some of the interesting things that happened today? Well, you start the day, the first thing you see is a sign that says Santiago is 790 kilometers on the road. That's a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah, it's a huge sign and it just highlights how. How far you have to go. <laughs> and, and it's a road sign as well. That's how far you have to go, like, following the road, not, like, following trails and up and down mountains and things. Yeah. But other than that, you start heading out of Roncesvalles on, like, a nice shady path through a bit of forest and some trees. It's really, really pleasant. Yeah. And a fun fact, the forest was actually um, supposedly a place of witchcraft in the 16th century. And nine women were put to death by the Inquisition. There are a few signs and, and memorials and things around for them, um, basically highlighting the fact that these women were very poorly treated back in the day. There's a lot more places to stop today, like I mentioned briefly. Uh, the first day, you've kind of got like the refuge on the hill and then like a food truck uh, if it's in season. Today, we go through like a lot more small towns and villages and there's bakeries and cafes and little stores and things that you can stop at. I think we ended up having two or three rounds of 
ham sandwiches or ham on sandwiches as we call them. We stopped at the San Juan Cafe where we had another sandwich. Yeah, but that was quite nice. It's just like a little a little courtyard and old stone buildings. I think the church was at the end of the courtyard there. Yeah, and my favorite town that we passed through was called Burgett and Burgett's maybe? Burgett's. Yeah. You keep saying baguette, I keep on thinking we're talking about bread. <laughs> yeah. But no. we're not in France anymore. No, but this is basically it feels still very French. It felt like a very French town. Really beautiful, these sort of red uh, tiled roofs, all these like beautiful flower pots and things. And apparently it was mentioned in uh, Hemingway's novel, The Sun Also Rises. So he um, stayed in this town. And as we were walking through it, I could understand why. I was very, very attracted to it. And I wouldn't mind going back and staying there sometime. Yeah, no, it, was a, uh, it was a very pretty, scenic little town. Mm. That's for sure. I guess the other thing of note is, like we said, the, the end of this, the last five kilometers or so, uh, it's a very steep decline, so really good to have your walking stick for that part. And then you arrive in Zuberi, and as you're here, there's a wonderful river flowing through it with lovely cold water for your feet. So we definitely recommend strolling through that. <laughs> How do you arrive in Zuberi? Over a Romanesque bridge. Exactly. <laughs> that goes over the river, which is really pleasant. Yeah, and we got our food for the evening from a local shop there. Yeah, there was a little little butcher slash general store right next to uh, where we were staying. So we bought some ham on and some bread and tomatoes and salad stuff and sat in the garden where we were staying and had dinner. Yeah. And there was a little bar and restaurant there as well. So we sat outside and had a drink. And this is where we first discovered the Tinto di Verano. Yeah, um, the best thing we found on which the Camino. We, yeah, <laughs> which we then drank for the rest of the Camino, basically. It's a very classy cocktail. It's uh, red wine and lemon soda. Yeah. So we saw some some builders who'd finished were drinking them next to us. And you went in to ask what it was. And we say Tinto Verano, Tinto de Verano. Or Tinto de Burano in Burano. other parts of Spain as the dialect changes. Yeah. And it's delicious and refreshing mm-hmm. and basically like a simplified version of sangria. Yeah. So we had it everywhere. And it comes everywhere. in a tall glass with lots of ice most of the time. So... Yeah, it's a nice alternative to beer, which is your other option that's pretty much everywhere along the way. Yeah, so I'd highly, highly recommend that you drink those across your Camino. Or buy the ingredients at home and make them while you're listening to the podcast. True. Because we make them at home now before we record the podcast. True, we can even post the the bottle of wine that we get to make our Tinto Veranos. It's super Mm. cheap and super tasty. And it's from one of the places we walk through on the Camino, which is why we started getting that one. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, let's see how we got on. Okay, day two afternoon in Zubiri. We uh, had a much more relaxed day than yesterday. We're now chilling out, sitting by the river after icing our feet in the river, which is really, really cold. Yeah, we might take another quick stroll into the water if we feel brave enough. It's ice, ice cold. Yeah, we've had uh, an incredible day, actually. Um, A lot shorter. Well, what feels a lot shorter, but actually in reality maybe it isn't. I think just because of the, it was much flatter, <laughs> which is the main thing. Yeah, I think time-wise time it was similar. It was a little bit shorter. Yeah. I think we're about, uh, about an hour less walking time than yesterday. Yeah. For just a little bit less distance. But it felt like a lot less effort, Yeah. It's, generally. Yeah, it was definitely, I guess, what, a more, I, what you'd expect a more traditional Camino day to be like, which is walking from village to village. Um, yesterday, I think, was kind of a unusual one in terms of there really not being anywhere to stop you just have to kind of keep going 
whereas we walk through like three or four villages today like really quaint cute ones like they have these beautiful like flower boxes in the windows they're so lovely these like pink and red flowers anyway, i'm very very charmed by by the kind of aesthetic of this place hmm. yeah it's definitely a little bit different today with like towns dot along the way the whole way and a few more places to stop yeah um from quite early on actually um yeah that was a nice change from just walking up a mountain <laughs> yeah exactly i mean uh, we were looking at the difficulty rating in our guidebook and it was two out of three and at the start we were like what like don't understand that but actually that it was like a bit more um is it undulating in yeah, terms of like up and down there were like some um some uphill bits and then actually really steep downhill bits at the end mm. so i guess it was a bit more difficult but i'd definitely say you need a broader rating system than out of three because like really yesterday was so so much harder than today yeah the path at the end for like the last three to four kilometers was very broken up and rocky and and gravelly as well so it's a little bit harder to walk on yeah that took a lot longer yeah but the other i mean the, the main thing today was like you really felt the scenery change from like more french scenery to spanish suddenly you're kind of walking through pine forests and there's like all of the farmyards and like the meadows and fields and things that we're walking through just feel really different to yesterday. Mm, yeah, lots of meadows, lots of bales of hay and things all round up on the top of the mountain. Yeah, like strewn around. Yeah. Um, we got to see the sheep, the young sheepdog in action, which was very cool. Yeah, sheepdog in action. We got to play well-sighted heroes and find someone's glasses for them. And I definitely felt her pain. So this girl had walked into town and then realised that she'd left, lost her glasses somewhere. She come, we thought she'd come back like five kilometres and it's like really steep uphill back from town. So we kept kind of an eye out. I mean, I didn't see them, but you managed to <laughs> somehow. They were like literally hidden in a bush. Um, yeah, I think she'd basically come back up about, probably about two kilometres from where she left her bag at the, at the route marker, I think. To where we were which was very very hot and exposed and <laughs> looking for her glasses it's only when you realize, when you mentioned it afterwards as well it's like it must be really hard to find your glasses when you don't have your glasses yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah someone else had told her that they saw them on the side of the on the side of the path but not where exactly so we're kind of walking along and after a little while we decided we probably weren't we'd probably miss them while they weren't there uh, and then it's caught like a very very small little flash of reflection off one of the lenses because only literally the corner of them was sticking out up, out from underneath the leaves that were completely buried. I don't know what she was doing for them to fall off into that bush, but anyway. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, we found the glasses, saved the day. Yep, there we are, are the heroes of that story. So and yes, we, we feel good about our Camino today. Yeah, we waited for her and everything. So we were trying to be good, good pilgrims. Um, so that was, that was our good deed, as you say. Hmm. And the other thing is... Um, you start to start to see familiar faces so there are a few specific people that we've seen now you know yesterday and today i mean it hasn't gone we haven't gone very far yet but um uh i wonder how many of these groups will continue to see i guess you just like pick out the ones that are kind of interesting there's like a monk that we've seen the last two days there's like a, a lady and her nephew um i think they're from, from korea yeah it's like another Korean family that left before us and then got back after us, um, like a long time after us. Yeah, it's a guy walking with his daughter who we saw yeah. on our very first day in St. John before we even started walking. Yeah, I mean, ironically, the people we, I was asking at the pilgrim's office, like if it was the right queue or whatever, you happen to then see another like five times already. Hmm. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like you feel like there's some sort of community even just through 
passing the strangers by, which is quite funny. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how much people spread out over the next few weeks as well. Yeah. Um, so I think once we start having like rest days or a couple of longer days and things, or where we start having not rest days and other people have rest days, you'll start to get out of sync with those same groups and then maybe end up synced up with another group of people that you see each day. Yeah. And everyone stops for drinks and snacks. It's like slightly different times as well. So you often end up walking past the same people two or three times in a day. Yeah, true. So, I mean, I think luckily today, now that we're getting into the swing of everything, we had fewer of the kind of things we did right and things we did wrong. In fact, it was just a pretty relaxed day for us, really. Um, so I think we had a bit more time for like starting to do all of that com contemplating about the future and <laughs> those sorts of things that I guess a lot of people are the reasons for embarking on this sort of journey. We did get a few things right after yesterday though. We had breakfast. Yep. We made sandwiches last night and had breakfast and had coffee before we set out in case there wasn't anything. True. I tried a different solution with my walking pants oh, yeah, to resolve that's right. my chafing issues. Yeah, true, the chafing update. Yeah, so apparently compression running tights are uh, not so great for walking all day in the heat. <laughs> yeah. Because they keep the heat in, which is great if you're running, but not so much when you're walking all day. Yeah, so what's your current scenario then? Not to wear them. So you're going commando. Yeah. And when I say Nino. not to wear them, I am wearing shorts over the top of them. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. But naked would be very unpleasant probably yeah. for everyone. Well, I'd have a shirt on and a backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really gross to think. like to feel the breeze <laughs> yeah. you know how it is yeah exactly would you have any reflections from the day or anything that you thought about in particular i think we started off like thinking a little bit about like things in the future and uh, what we might do after this uh, when we have to go back to the real world and get jobs and things like that again but in, i guess the interesting thing i realized is that we've been thinking a lot about uh, wrapping up our old lives and leaving singapore where we've lived for a long time and leaving our friends behind and worrying about all of those things and worrying about like leaving jobs and doing handovers and all of those kind of things that had to be done and haven't really thought about any of that since we got here which has been really nice so I switched to even just thinking about the future is like quite interesting when you realize you haven't thought about any of those things that have been weighing on you for the last couple of months or at all about anything that was weighing on you before that, to be honest, with work and various things. Yeah, no, it's been a massive, like, stress relief, like, even just these last couple of days. Like, I feel like I'm, actually, like, my posture is better and I just feel, like, so much lighter, like, mentally. And, yeah, it's definitely been a, already, like, quite a, like, significant shift into just, like, a more positive way of, of thinking. Yes, we've moved all the mental pain to, like, shoulder muscle pain and leg muscle pain. Yeah. Instead. And it just opens up like the mind to think about things. So like we started, you know, one, one thing that we've been thinking about is like, can we like cr create a coffee farm? Like, can we actually like do that as a, a future opportunity? I think that's something that we'll like to probably talk about more over the next like few weeks. And then, yeah, yeah. maybe as we think about what that might involve. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But still it's, you know, we're in dreaming stage at the moment. So currently like all paths are open to us. I was thinking, you know, I, I be became like a qualified <clears throat> coach and like, is there something I could do there? Like, which you could do as a, a kind of relatively footloose career move. Mm. Talked about writing and, you know, we both want to write, write something. Like, could, you know, do you actually take the time at some point to do that? So anyway, it's like nice to just start 
carving out all these like potential futures that I guess you could narrow them down over time yeah. towards something more concrete. But for now, it's nice to be in like the dreaming stage where you can just think about lots and lots of different things that you would like to do yeah, and go from sure. there. What were your takeaways from today? Yeah, I think it's just, it, as you say, it's just like the, the shift into like this more positive, just like sense of well-being. I'm just feeling like I haven't felt stressed at all today which is like very unusual as someone who's like relatively anxious most of the time. So it's been really positive from that perspective. So yeah, I think now we're going to, we just had some ice cream. So we'll try and walk over this river, this like ice cold river. And then tomorrow we're heading to... Pamplona. Yeah, Pamplona. We're actually arriving on what should be the last day of the running with the bulls. Luckily not to see any of that happening uh, at the time, but I guess we'll see some of the sort of aftermath and potentially some celebrations tomorrow. So, um, yeah, and we'll pay the associated happens. rise in accommodation costs for the night. But yeah, I guess for now we'll uh, head on through this very, very cold river in front of us. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Is This the Way and have taken away some inspiration and ideas about how you might approach the Camino. If you'd like to get in touch or find some more information about each episode, head over to our website, isthistheway.net. Buon Camino!